With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right, guys. We are live on the Eagle's Nest with Spencer Boyd. Josh, the PR guy. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Another week? I ask you first. Um, I don't know. Just what? enjoying life. We, uh... We got some momentum. Yeah. So, uh, good good mood on Monday. It's fun. You know, Texas, one of my favorite places. We talk about it being a uh, second home, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's always fun to go to Texas, big state. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans there. A lot of patriotism. I just wish we had more time there. Cause I know. So I thought we were gonna leave on Wednesday, but yeah. it turned out we were leaving Thursday morning. And as soon as we got there, it was, like, practice. And then by the time we finished practice, it's, like, you know, go to bed, get ready for the race. And and then we're off, like, as soon as the race is over. So I just wish we had a little more time to actually hang out a little bit. I know. Like, it flies by. So what really happened, we get up early Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Fly out there. No layover for fuel or anything. Nope. Get off the plane. Well, because you, didn't, you, you didn't even asked me. Yeah. When we were about to land, you're like, Hey, are we actually in Texas, or are we stopping to fuel up? I'm like, no, man, we're here. Like, woo! Got our rental car. Uh, went and grabbed some food. I'm still getting used to that. So, yeah, the rental car is it's, nice. It's pretty and then, cool. Boom! Grab food, go to the racetrack. Guns blazing. Time to go out and practice Texas Motor Speedway, and I love that place. Uh, that PJ one was pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Did you get up in the high groove a little bit? I got a little, little up there. A little up there. Yeah. Throughout yeah. the race, definitely. You know, after. All the other series were out there laying down the rubber. Yeah. So uh, it's April first, April Fool's Day. We we Ooh. didn't we didn't do anything crazy for April Fool's Day. Nah. I know uh, we got of, a good fan base, and it's not worth like sending them on a wild goose chase or doing anything. Like that stuff's funny for a second, but then sometimes, like three days later, people are like, "Oh, well, what's up?" Yeah. Some people may think we are supposed to drop some merchandise today. Ooh. And. Um, it, but it, we haven't yet. It, it didn't but we'll get today. to that, right? To we'll get to that. So uh, one thing that was cool, and it wasn't an April Fool's joke, is uh, the Engine Noise podcast dropped today. That's pretty. So cool. So talk a little bit about that just for a second. Yeah. We'll, so we'll get into a couple stuff, weeks. Yeah. yeah, a couple weeks ago was up in uh, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, with One uh, A Auto, mm-hmm. and they sponsor a podcast. So Engine Noise podcast had me on the show. A lot of fun. Talk about racing. Talk about. Uh, where I grew up, what got me in racing. A lot of unique questions, cool stuff. Um, you get, I get a lot of questions all the time. So to be able to get some unique ones, different ones that I hadn't had before was pretty cool. So uh, there's a link on my social media, Twitter, Facebook. Go check. Pretty cool. I thought it was uh, really interesting to hear another podcast because obviously we do ours and we do it live and it's not edited or anything. And then yeah. theirs is very edited and professional, you know. So Yeah, it's not live. So it's like – like a podcast, but it's also like a recording. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. It, but they call it a podcast. So it's the Engine Noise Podcast. Check it out. Brought to you by 1A Auto, one of my great partners. 
uh, definitely need to go check out 1aauto.com. And everyone's asking me, where do I get an easy red flashlight? Awesome, right? We got yeah. some cool videos dropping pretty soon. Go to 1aauto.com. You can get an easy red flashlight there. Multiple different styles, price ranges. Pretty cool. Awesome. Good yeah. stuff. Well, let's go ahead and fire off our uh, kick-ass tweets of the week. Um, and then we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So we got uh, Clint Boyer is pissed at the qualifying format. The the Cup guys have uh, been struggling a little bit lately when it comes to qualifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, Texas was kind of another uh, – uh, I, I wouldn't call it a train wreck, but it was just uh, they're, they're struggling trying was to it, figure out. It, hold on. An epic failure? Wow. Yeah. Good, good quote. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hear about that later. And then uh, we'll highlight – I love this video, and we'll we'll play the audio clip for everybody. It's the raw emotion of you getting out of the truck um, after you fell on pit road. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, get, get, <laughs> yeah, getting, was, I got that now. Yep, that's funny. Yep, getting out of the truck, and uh, you were hyped. So yeah, we'll about that. Talk about Tyler Young's leadership. Uh, Tyler Young, driver, team owner, Young's Motorsports. So uh, really cool what he does, uh, all the effort, and then chat about April. What we're going to do, a month off racing, which is not a month off. You know that. I know that. Cubby knows that. (laughs) Xfinity Series, so he'll be busy, but uh, love going to races. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get to that. we got some special stuff planned. So with that, let's go ahead and fire off. Welcome to the Eagle's Nest. Spencer Boyd, I'm Josh, the PR guy, and uh, episode nine already. How how crazy is that, man? Flies by, man. So we're gonna jump straight into this. I'm gonna pull up uh, the tweet here. Our first topic is Clint Boyer not being happy with qualifying, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just play the audio clip for you guys while I'm pulling up that tweet. And uh, this is uh, from Fox. Um, it was right after qualifying. Jamie Little interviewing Clint. And uh, got that footage, so we're going to go ahead and play that for you guys here. <laughs> Who the hell knows? <laughs> say whatever they want to say. I mean, the lesson was supposed to be learned in California when we made ourselves look like idiots out there. Unfortunately, we're standing here again in the same situation. Then you're reading through the rule book before you come. You're literally reading the rule book to try to figure out the regulations they put in place for qualifying trim. I mean, I'm pissed off on qualifying over this. is been doing this years and years and years this is stupid did that look like clogging the middle to you i damn near had to back up to go i'm gonna go back and pout and be pissed off i appreciate you letting me vent on national television jamie but this is the second time that we've done this and i've been bit by it and i'm tired of it this is a fail an epic failure fail and epic failure so that's what you're alluding to a little earlier so uh Talk a little bit about this. I mean, you, you've seen it the last couple of weeks, and what he was referring to right there was, uh, I think, NASCAR had, had parked him, and they said to, uh, you know, make it better from California that when you start rolling, then you have to go. 
Newman started to go, but then he blocked the middle, so Clint couldn't go, and it was just a cluster. So yeah. what do I you mean, make out of all that? So if you look, you got a row on the inside, row on the outside, middle lane is like the traffic lane, right? Um, that's the best way you can do it um, to be able to get those vehicles out there. But you got guys, I mean, you're hard in the gas, and drafting is a factor. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to schedule a run to where you catch a fast guy, you want to catch a guy that's similar in speed, so you're drafting. You don't want to go out there and be a 10th place car in practice and go out behind a 30th place car. So there's a lot of gamesmanship sure. going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that NASCAR wanted it to be exciting. It is exciting. But then it turns into now qualifying is this super competitive, potentially disasterful, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. uh, craziness, right? So one of my buddies kind of getting off task, Josh Williams shared a tweet and said, listen to this. And it was single car qualifying and like Labonte put down a lap in the 43 car. It was back in the day. Uh Puts down a lap. I think it's Charlotte Motor Speedway. And everyone's cheering. And then Jeff Gordon goes out and puts down a lap Mm. and beats it by like five hundredths of a second. And woo, it's cheering. Right. So NASCAR wants to get back to that excitement. Well, for the fans, this might kind of be exciting. I don't know. But as a race car driver, I could see where it can be frustrating. Sure. And I think that's where NASCAR has to find what's entertaining and what's not super frustrating for the guys putting a lot of money into this. So yeah, it's sure. unique, but I can see where Clint's super aggravated. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Newman's bumper was in the way. I mean, <laughs> it just is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when I saw it, uh, it's been very entertaining as, as a race fan watching it. Um, I mean, qualifying in general for the Cup Series, you had Suarez for Smith-Dowell at Phoenix. You had the whole, you know, the guys didn't make a lap in California, and now this. So my question to you now is, what's the solution? Do do you go back to single-car qualifying, or do you maybe at least limit it to, like, the Truck Series? Is, isn't the Truck Series, like, a mile and a half or over its single car? So maybe do that and just group for short tracks? Like, what, what would you yeah. do? I don't know if it's a mile or a mile and a half and over because mm-hmm. there's a couple tracks right there at a mile. So okay. I know it's mile and a half for sure, and it might be a mile. It's single, single truck qualifying, right? Yeah. And then you have the group at, like, Martinsville. But and... it's still kind of mixed, right, because you, you go run your lap, and then it's like you got to be top 12, and then they do it again, right? Yeah, so, so you still have the round okay. qualifying, but it's one lap, <laughs> single Done. Right. Okay. So, like this past weekend, you know, we went out, laid down a lap. We didn't make the top twelve, so mm-hmm. that was the end of our qualifying effort. One time lap. Do you like that, or like, do you think that should be done for the Cup guys? Like, what what would yeah, you do so, to change I mean, or fix the problem? Growing up watching NASCAR, it was a big deal to go to like pole night. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Qualifying, it's exciting. You usually had sponsors for it, like here in Charlotte, Bojangles pole night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, cup qualifying is always there around, you know, the truck race. So that's exciting. And you go out and you run one lap. That's it. You make a mistake, you made a mistake. If you don't, you don't. If you qualify on the pole, you qualified on the pole. If you qualified fifth, it's fifth. There's no reruns. There's no sure. change. It's 43-plus whatever cars are going home. Run one lap, and it is what it is. What Someone I saw on Twitter today, I mean, I'm all over Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on there all day long. Sure. And I forget who it was. Um Maybe Vince Loach? I don't know. Yeah. Um, tweeted and said, one of the things I liked about the old qualifying was it gave every driver 
about 45 seconds to a minute on TV guaranteed for their sponsors, teams, family, all that to kind of get their story out there, even though that guy that ran 30th in qualifying may not get a ton of TV time sure. at the race. So um, there's a million ways to look at it. I think it's unique. Um, but I also rewatched truck qualifying, and it's like, man, that's pretty cool. That group qualifying at Martinsville, I mean, it's, it's a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. It's a small track. You're worried about getting a spot. You're almost wrecking on pit road, hitting people. I mean, it's cool, but then if it bites you, it bites you. And it, and you saw it in Clint's raw motion. It bit him two weeks in a row. It's aggravating. And you got to look at it. These guys have been doing it the same way for so long. Mm-hmm. Why are we changing it up? It worked for 10 years, you know? Sure. Whereas a young fan may go, man, this is 10 times better than watching each car go run one lap. So it's tough to say. Uh, I think Clint's justified in being aggravated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the solutions. I don't know. That's up to NASCAR. It's their sandbox, and we all just want to get in there with shovels and digging and building <laughs> yeah. castles, man. It's uh, We're sure. lucky to be in it, um, so you don't want to you know, talk bad about the but, system. But props but, to NASCAR because they constantly do tweak, right? Like if, yeah. if it doesn't work and they listen to the fans, they listen to the drivers, and they're going to do what's best at the end of the day. And when was the last time basketball or football changed the rule? I don't know. I don't really follow other sports too closely. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, just in general, you see NASCAR trying to take the initiative yeah. to listen to the fans, listen to the drivers, make it the most entertaining motorsports in North America, and just flat-out awesome. And I think the racing at Texas, that cup race oh, was. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we're probably off yeah. task, but that – Yeah, I absolutely. No, I, a lot of passing. I like lot, what lot they're doing with the package and, you know, all around. So, NASCAR will keep adjusting. You're never going to make everybody happy at the end of the day. Um, but you know they're going to do the best they can, and I'm sure they'll they'll think of ways to to try to make it go smoother for everybody. So uh, with that, let's take our first break here, and uh, we're going to come back and talk about your weekend in Texas. Woo! All right, we're going to try to get it, guys. Back on the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd. I'm Josh the PR guy. And uh now we're gonna get into an exciting topic. Um Texas. We had a great run, right? Yeah. And uh I loved how excited you were as soon as we uh finished the race. It was once you found where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So <laughs> um so when you're P eleven they take the top 10 to the front stretch. <laughs> and I was the first guy that was supposed to go a separate way. Yeah. And they waved me, a NASCAR <laughs> official waved me one way. And it, I just happened to be right there at the break of pit wall when yeah. you turn into the garage. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have us pull behind pit wall and line up. Well, instead they're like, no, 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 back up, back up. And uh, all that fun stuff. So uh, luckily no one touched my truck and I was able to back up. I was freaking out like, oh man, I don't want to get in trouble. But, you're exactly right. That race was super exciting. 
uh, a lot of action-packed racing going on for me. Uh, out-qualified both my teammates, so that was a good day for us. Um, made gains throughout practice, the whole race. Um, you know, we had some hiccups there on pit road with just the way we were set up our right front wasn't grouping down for the pit stops uh, the way it needed to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's our issue. You know, don't want to harp on the on the pit crew, but uh, the team and I uh, are get our heads together and make sure that doesn't happen. But we lost track position on pit road due to that situation. Uh, and that happened every pit stop. You know, once we were in the race, you couldn't change it. But for me, raw emotion, love that race. And I think you can tell by the video. Yeah, and speaking of raw emotion, I, I do want to go ahead and play it. I have it queued up for your fans. Um, I'm going to read your tweet real quick. The P11 at Texas Motor Speedway, hard-fought day and proud of my young motorsports team. Glad to get that bad luck out of here. We never give up. Thank you for your support, Texas Vancor 350. So, obviously, you were pumped, and I'm going to go ahead and play this real quick. Climbing out, P11. Great day, bud. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was a lot of fun. Guys work really hard. We've had a good truck all weekend, so capitalize on a few things, make good gains, and Texas, I love it. Pretty cool. Uh, You're excited. Like, I jump out of the truck, and uh, I only had one heel duty on, so, <laughs> like, a couple people text me, and were like, what were you, like, bending down for? Were you tired? I'm like, nah, man, like, I, I was excited. I reached down to take my heel duty off, and it was on my left foot, not my right foot, and uh, I only had one on for that race, so uh, stuff happens, but... Uh, I was so excited, and I saw you there with the camera. I'm like, oh, no, what is he going to ask me right now? You know, like, I'm just in driver mode. And uh, it was an emotional race, like, highs and lows as far as, like, once you realize you're competitive, right, you're like, wow, I'm up in the mix. You're feeling the air. You're drafting off people. You're getting massive runs. Now, all of a sudden, you got to calculate where to move on the racetrack, where to go, you know? So, at that point um, – my teammate and I got really close to each other, and he kind of cut me off. So uh, you weren't too happy with that. Yeah, I wasn't too happy. <laughs> and then um, same teammate took me three wide a little bit later, and then I raced really hard with the 42 and really hard with the 97, and we ran side-by-side side with Jesse Little for five laps. And just for me overall, I, I know that was our best mile-and-a-half oh, race yeah. uh, to my career to date, and I learned a lot. So notebooks full, but uh, – I held off Kyle Busch for a couple laps. Dude, we that was out. so I mean, cool. I gotta, so I'm going to yeah. give props to Panda first for uh, making the call to stay out. Yeah. And then uh, you wheeled it, man. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun to watch. Kyle Busch on fresh tires, Ross, all those guys yeah. back there. And I think uh, everyone behind us had fresh yeah. tires. And, and that's never fun to be the first guy yeah, no. not on tires, right? <laughs> we restarted 11th uh, coming to the end of that stage. And what, there were like nine laps left yeah. or eight laps left Something in the stage. Like and took off and quickly passed someone. So we moved into 10th, and I'm like, man, stage point, come on. And then I look up in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, man, I see yellow. I see blue. I see you see <laughs> all the, fast, all the guys. fast guys right there. And you're like, okay, come on, man, just dig deep. And just you know that they're probably going to get you, but in your head you're like, okay, just hold them off. It's not that long, man. It's like five minutes of just driving your butt off. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Bush, they're like, four back, two back, four back, two back, four back. And I'm like, man, I'm like. You're racing with Yo-yoing Kyle Yo-yoing with Kyle yeah. Busch, and he's on tires. And then he got a run and went to my inside, and I kind of side-drafted. And that type of stuff, for me, I'm a Kyle Busch fan growing up, you know. So to be out there on the same racetrack as him is really cool. And then to race him that hard, that was my first time ever getting to race him that hard and learn from him. And then uh, held off Crafton 
and uh, a couple other guys right there, and that was exciting. You almost got felt really good. points. You yeah. were so close. Crazy. But, uh, no, that was awesome. So, I want to ask you, though, because we saw this probably four or five times throughout the race, turn two. Turn Like, what is it about turn two that is so treacherous? We, you and I were watching the truck race before the podcast, doing some work, watching film, and uh, – all, a lot of people just batted in the wall coming off too. So what yeah. what is it about two at Texas that made that so tough, so challenging, and so treacherous? Yeah, in the truck series, you know, one and two is a tricky corner. You got to give up a little throttle. You can't hold it wide open through there. So you're feathering the gas and trying to get it to cut, and the grooves like one and a half grooves wide. Yeah. So going through there too wide is practically impossible, or at least feels that way. You don't want to do it. And then on your own, if you just slip up, get in there too hot and miss the bottom and slide up, you'll just lose the rear end, lose all the rear grip, get sideways. And once it takes off, it takes off. You're done. You're wrecking. You're just holding on, trying to minimize damage. And you saw some guys minimize damage, and you saw some guys just kill it and just kill their truck. And that sucks, um, but that's part of the racing deal. You know, some of these tracks are really tough, and just surviving is important. And then avoiding those guys that do wreck, it's crazy. I mean, my teammate shot across the hood when he wrecked, and yeah. um, he just got out of the groove and, and wrecked. So You said you were holding your breath when you saw that, right? Yeah, it was right in front of me, it seemed like. I mean, on, on the replay, we were about 20 car lengths back, but yeah. in the heat of the moment, you're heavy in the throttle, just driving, and, you just see a and all of a sudden you just flying. see boom, boom. Yeah. And uh, he hit the inside wall, he was okay. But all in all, um, crazy race. Turn two is just tricky because you want to stay low on exit, and then it kind of flattens out. Almost feels like it's off camber, meaning like the track's going away from the way you're trying to go. Sure. So that plays with the shocks and springs and stuff. So for us, we made good gains all weekend, got better, and we could stay in the groove and run good lap times. And for me, you know, we ran our best lap of the race like every 15, I was going to say, it seemed like getting better you, better. Got, you got better and better, and is that just – you gaining more confidence as it go? Is it the truck getting better or maybe a combination of both? As I drive in harder, then it makes the truck not handle as good. So you got to make an adjustment. And then now all of a sudden the truck can handle you driving it in that hard. So okay. then you push it a little bit farther. Now the truck's not handling as good because you're going faster. Sure. And it's this constant chess match of, you know, chase the truck, then push yourself, chase the truck, push yourself. And Panda made great calls. Uh, Pickle, my car chief, uh, he had some good input on that as well. And, that was just a weekend where we did well in practice. We qualified strong, you know, closest to the leaders that we've been in a while, mm-hmm. and then executed the race. So um, that's an all-around good weekend. And then uh, just the way the race went, it allowed for us to finish P11 and, and be close to some stage points and just do a good job for Texas Rig Equipment and so many other sponsors, 1A Auto, Crowd Cow, Console Vault, Arms List, <laughs> Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, uh, Record Rack Deer Feed. I mean – that's a lot. That's a, one, a lot of Texas companies on board. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of partners that help me race every weekend to be able to go out there and get a good run. I mean, we started off the year fourth at Daytona, had a couple of rough races mm-hmm. and uh, rebounded with this and looking forward to Dover here in yeah. a few weeks. Got that monkey off your back, got some momentum yeah. back. So, uh, well, we're going to take a quick break here and then kind of continuing this topic, I want to kind of shift um, and talk about Tyler Young and, and what he's done and he's had his family out at the track he said he had over 50 family members and stuff at the track so i'm uh, going to talk about him when we come back 
are back on the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy. Unfortunately, our Facebook Live kind of messed up there. We got some rough cell phones. Yeah, signal, we, but we don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi, so we apologize for our uh, Facebook Live viewers tonight. But we'll we'll continue on here, uh, yeah. and you can hear our audio, and we'll we'll get that fixed next time. So sorry about that. But uh, what are we going to go ahead and transition to here, Spencer? Yeah, just driving for Young's Motorsports. Tyler Young, uh, he raced, drove for the family team. Now he manages the family team. And, you know, I'm, I've driven for a lot of people, uh, different series, moving up through the ranks. And just, you know, it, it comes down to the team. It comes down to leadership. And I've driven for a lot of great people. But I tell you, this past weekend really showed me Tyler Young is heavily involved, which I've known that for a long time. But he's fully involved in, in it, you know. So, we get to the racetrack, and he goes, hey, man, um, you know, the way the spotters are, one spotter, he's not going to be here. He's on the Hendricks plane. He won't be here till tomorrow, so I need to spot for one of y'all in practice. And I'm jumping on it. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, <laughs> you're a driver. You own the truck. You're not going to tell me to do something you don't think we can do. And get up there in the spotter stand. Let's have some fun. The next thing you know, <laughs> Tyler Young is I'm, up in the spotter box. I'm taking him on the golf cart up up to the spotter stand. But I think that's something cool, and, and that's props to you as well. Is I feel like you, you take that initiative to seek Tyler and, and ask for advice, and maybe more than some other drivers normally would. And uh, I think he appreciates that. But, I mean, like you said, he spotted for you at practice, and then he was on top of your pit box during the race, kind of coaching yeah. you go, going into one. And, uh, you know, kind of keeping you hype and stuff like that. So, I mean, talk a little bit about what that was like, you know, from a driver's perspective, having him on the box. Yeah, for Tyler, you know, in practice, he helped me out a lot. We gained a lot of speed early in practice, got the truck better, and uh, we even changed steering boxes in between practices. So, my guys on the 20 truck were working hard all weekend, and it was nice to get a good result for them. But uh, leaning over from uh, practice, to qualifying in the race, you know, Tyler was right there next to me, getting in the truck for qualifying, kind of going over what I need to do and how much harder you can push it on brand new tires with all the tape on the front end, full down force, like get out there and get it, buddy. And uh, Tyler and I are friends, so uh, it, it's cool to be buddies, and then it's cool to be able to lean on him to try and become a better race car driver. And in the race, he was on my box, uh, really coaching me on those restarts and just trying to make sure. We took advantage of that and tried to get spots, and we passed people every restart, so that was nice. Uh, some won, some other times two or three. So um, with the way pit road was, uh, we had some trucks in front of us that we had to get around quick and not lose time to the leader. So that was cool. Um, coached a lot, and I know, uh, you know, he lets the crew chief, Panda, and the car chief, Pickle, you know, make those decisions. But um, being on the box with them and just being heavily involved and, I, all in all, at the end of the race, it was all big smiles. Everyone had a lot of fun, and going to the shop today was cool. It's always nice to walk in and kind of be the guy that had a good run. And after Daytona, that was a really cool feeling. And then uh, today, same feeling. So uh took the guys some donuts. They worked hard. They enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, all in all, getting ready for uh, Dover. You know, we got a long time, but you got to go through your stuff. Um, we got several trucks over there. And uh, three teams, you know, the 20, myself, the 02, the 12. So uh, a lot of stuff to get ready and build on. And it was nice to have a good run on a mile and a half. Uh, We're excited for our short track program. Young's Motorsports really didn't get to show what they were made of at at Martinsville. Just issues happened. But at the end of the day, um, we got a great team, great group of guys on the 20 truck. And I got some great partners. And 
one thing we we got going on today is the uh, console vault giveaway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, console vault is doing a really cool uh, partnership with with Jim Bob's, yep. and uh, they're giving away one of those custom Jim Bob's boxes, and it's got Very the cool. the console vault uh, logo engraved in it. So uh, yeah, head on over to console vault's Instagram page, and I believe there's directions under there. Um, follow a couple different partners. I think. Follow you. Yeah. Follow uh, me. Follow Jim Bob's Grizzly Beer Care. Follow Console Vault. They're giving away a 1A Auto hat, Console Vault hat, Jim Bob's Grizzly Beer Care box, some uh, Jim Bob's good stuff, and autograph cards. And, so, and it ends tonight. Right? It ends tonight. So, so go do it right now on Instagram. Yeah, give them a follow. Done it. Absolutely. And then uh, later this week, um, we should have some apparel dropping. So stay tuned, SpencerBoy.net. Um, I know I've been talking about it for a little while, <laughs> and uh, it's been good. I know there's a lot of hype. I get a lot of messages about it, and uh, it's crazy we don't race for four for four weeks. So it kind of leads us into everyone on social media. What are you doing? What are you doing in April? Yeah, and we're definitely not sitting around, right? <laughs> no. So for me, um, probably go to Xfinity races. Got a lot of friends out there. Richmond's my favorite racetrack. Well, so. let's let's map this out. So we got Bristol. Richmond, and then I think it's Easter, and then Dega. So yeah. all relatively close tracks to Charlotte. So uh, Easter's real close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, so, uh, maybe head out to uh, Hickory for the – what do they yeah, have? The Easter Bunny. Yeah, the Easter Bunny. That's funny. So um, who knows? We, we might yeah, be popping you, up at the track. You may see me or... uh, hanging out at Richmond raceway and never know what we might get into or what we might plan for that so stay tuned on social media follow spencer boyd on twitter spencer boyd pr on instagram and spencer boyd racing fan page on facebook awesome well congratulations on your run at texas um it was a great turnaround for the team and uh yeah had a lot of fun and uh we'll we'll enjoy our uh, little break here but i know we'll still be busy and uh we'll uh Stay tuned, right? <laughs> That's right. Stay tuned. Follow us on social media. Have some fun. We'll be doing some lives and uh, hopefully at a racetrack real soon. And all in all, thanks for the support, guys. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.